Final score, 65-56, BYU over Princeton. The Cougars in the second half, Terry Nashup endured uh, a scoreless drought that uh, on maybe other nights with other teams might doom you. But going 17-09 of the second half to 7:38 of the second half, almost 10 minutes without a field goal, BYU hung in there with a really dedicated and focused defensive effort, didn't lose the game in that stretch, made a handful of free throws in that time. But despite a nine-and-a-half-minute drought from the field, BYU gets hot at the right time. They turn a 43-42 deficit into a 10-0 run and a nine-point lead, and BYU ultimately wins by nine. Surviving that drought was the game tonight. Part of the reason was they scored 10 quick points, and so the drought came after having a lead, and then they just kept grinding on the defensive end. They made some adjustments. They changed up who was guarding the isos in the post, rebounded defensively, and then BYU's going to score in spurts, and if they're going to guard like that consistently, they're going to be able to win a lot of games this year. Went out and took that nine-point lead when the coach uh, went crazy, got tossed, and then Princeton fought back, and BYU got, again, some more key stops and then uh, scored down the stretch. Hawes coming back into the game, went right to him, came off, yeah. got some foul shots. Then he got his lift, step-in, three-point foul shot, and uh, huge keys to the game. And, again, some of the numbers will be obvious to people as to why BYU won tonight, and some will be a little more... Uh, you want to dig a little more for them. And, and there will be a couple of players I want to bring up at that, to that extent. But the fact that BYU is, again, able to survive the scoring drought, but also the fact that Haas, as you mentioned, was out during that time, sitting with four fouls. When do you bring him back in? And then once he's back in, how does he play? The answer was he played well and aggressively. Came off the bench. It's hard to get fouled. You've been on the bench for five-plus minutes of game time. Get fouled and then go right to the uh, bench again for a timeout. Comes out. First free throw was actually a little bit flat. Hit the front rim and then went in and uh, made the next four. And huge possessions for BYU there. BYU basketball was brought to you tonight by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. One of the big plays of the game came on Yoli Child's only make from the field on the night. He plays 39 minutes, by the way. Yoli didn't get in foul trouble. In fact, Yoli didn't have a foul on the night. So he goes 39, makes all of his free throws, and makes this huge bucket late. 2.05 on the game clock. BYU by five. Massive possession. Pick and roll. Yo, low, fade away. There it is! His first field goal of the night. What and a the time. Cougars take a 61-54 to lead. Terry Nashiff says, what a time. And there it was. The only shot Yo made from the field on the night. But it came at such a, such a big time for BYU. The Cougars were up five at that time. 59-54. to Looking to close it out. And that was a big one down the stretch. And give Princeton credit. He was a huge spot on their game plan, and, and they executed it really well. They had him uncomfortable all night, but when it was time, he faced up, got to the middle, and made that shot. BYU goes 25 for 27 from the free throw line tonight. An amazing number on 17 straight to finish the game, and that was it too. Every time they had a chance to score with the clock stop, they took advantage every single time. They got the ball in the right spots. They were aggressive. I thought the officiating was tremendous on both ends. They called the hand checks. They called the bumps. And BYU took advantage and then making those free throws. That's a great number. BYU by nine is your final score. And fans, StubHub is your ticket to once-in-a-lifetime experiences. From BYU games to amazing concerts to shows you just don't want to miss, StubHub is your ticket out. StubHub, the official ticketing partner of the BYU Cougars. Let's get you all of individual, all of BYU's individual numbers. Elijah Bryant leads the Cougars with 22 points. 
6 of 12 from the field, 9 of 10 from the line. 11 for Zach Selyus, 4 of 5 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3. He was the one Cougar with multiple threes in the game. And, man, alive, Zach's shot looks as pure as it did as a freshman. It looks even better in big in big opportunities. That shot he hit in the corner was such a huge shot. Selyus with 11, 10 for T.J. Haas. He plays just 26 minutes with foul trouble. He goes 10 points, makes 5 of 5 free throws. Uh, the four fouls, again, did hamper him tonight, but those are your three Cougars in double figures. Yoli Childs, 8 points, 11 rebounds, double-figure rebounding night for Yo. Jashir Hardnett's first half was big when he had to be big. 8 points for Jashir, 4 for Dalton Nixon, 2 for Luke Worthington, and that gets you to 65 for BYU-Princeton to 56 points. And on, again, 38% shooting. BYU shot mid-40s, Princeton high 30s. Princeton made its share of threes, 7 of 19 for 37%. BYU 6 of 16 for 38%. Gave you BYU's free throw number, 25 of 27, 93%. Princeton 9 for 12, so BYU goes to the line 15 more times and scores 16 more points from the line on this night. BYU was outboarded by 13. Offensive rebounds were 14 to 1. You don't expect to survive 14 to 1 offensive rebounds most nights. Second chance points go to Princeton by a margin uh, tonight of 11 nothing. So without a second chance point and with only one offensive rebound, Terry BYU found a way. And when you look at that, 14 offensive rebounds and only giving up 11 points again speaks to the defense. If it's under one per rebound, you're doing okay. Absolutely. And part of that was a couple of fouls that they got uh, later in the possession. Uh, again, can't talk about the defense enough. Uh, and also Yoli with 11 defensive rebounds. Dalton had two, but he was boxing those guys out, and that's a key. It's not always the guy that gets the rebounds. It's the best defensive rebounder for your team at the time. It was a 65-possession game, so right in the mid-60s, and BYU wins it in the mid-60s, 65-56. to 56. We've got Jason Shepard coming up with Cougar Post Game Live. BYU basketball brought to you in part by Sierra West. Diamonds Direct, lowest prices, and three stores located at across from the malls in Orem, Sandy, and Murray. Sierra West Jewelers, we price match. Well, Ken Pomeroy had this as one of BYU's tiered games on the season. He looks at games and says they're either a tier A or a tier B or untiered. And this was BYU's first one of the season, a tier B game at Princeton. Good team, great Ivy League team away from home, two time zones away. And BYU grinds out this win. Big resume win for BYU early in the season. 65-56 is our final score. A lot more to talk about. We'll do it from Jadwin Gymnasium here in Princeton with player and coach comments. Coming up next, Jason Shepard, Cougar Post Game Live, then back to Princeton for a lot more. Where the Cougars win it by nine, the Cougars now 2-0 on the year. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. Today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again. Zach Selyus. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your hosts, Jason Shepard. 
Big, big win for the BYU Cougars tonight on the road. Now 2-0 and on the young season. BYU winning at Princeton 65-56. to The Cougars will be back home Saturday night hosting UT Arlington, a rematch of the NIT matchup. So that should be a good one. But hey, enjoy this one, Cougar fans. A really nice game for BYU. They fought, they clawed, they were able to win this one. And how about Elijah Bryant? Another game. Another great performance, 27 points in game number one, 22 tonight, not just shooting 50%, but 9 of 10 from the free throw line was absolutely huge. And again, BYU 2-0 and on the season. Let's update you on other action going on in college basketball. We will start in the top 25. One final from the top 25, number 24, West Virginia, winning at home big over American, 98-64. to Games going on right now at Chapel Hill, number 9, North Carolina, leading Bucknell 56-51. to That game with 15 and a half minutes to go in the second half. Also in the second half, number 14, Minnesota, trailing early to Niagara, firmly in control now. The Gophers up 63-46. to Also a final from earlier tonight, 84-68, Seton Hall over Indiana, just underway at number 20, Northwestern. It is Creighton with an early lead, 5-3 to on the road, coming up later on tonight. Number 21, St. Mary's, hosting Cal State Fullerton, and number 23, UCLA, at Pauley Pavilion, taking on Central Arkansas. Also tonight, in about 45 minutes from now, BYU women's basketball on the road at Seattle. It's the first road trip for the uh, BYU women's basketball team, 1-0 on the season after their overtime win at home last Friday against Southern Utah. They will take on Washington tonight, and then on Friday night, they will be at Eastern Washington before heading home. Coming up next, the night in the NBA. Your final score tonight from Princeton, New Jersey. BYU gets the victory, 65-56 over the Tigers. More Cougar Post Game Live comes your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Provo, Utah. It is Cougar Post Game Live tonight in Princeton, New Jersey. BYU gets the win on the road over the Tigers by a final score of 65-56. to We'll get you back to Jadwin Gymnasium coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on what's going on tonight in the National Basketball Association. We will begin at Madison Square Garden in New York City. The Utah Jazz on the road beginning a road trip against the Knicks in the fourth quarter. Just under 11 minutes to go. The Jazz with an 80 85-77 to 77 lead. Rodney Hood went off in the third quarter. He leads all scores with 25 points. Also has two rebounds and two assists. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. with 15 points for the Knickerbockers. And uh, for our guy back in uh, I, at IMG, Carter Malloy, wants me to make sure I mention his Charlotte Hornets. Uh, they're hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers at halftime. LeBron and the guys down six. Hornets up 67-61 to 61 at halftime. Uh, end of third in Atlanta. Atlanta. It is the Hawks all over the Sacramento Kings, 92-61. to The Miami Heat, nine minutes to go in Miami, are leading the Washington Wizards, 80-75. to Also in the third quarter, the Pacers with a 10-point lead on the road at Memphis over the Grizzlies by a score of 71-61. to Bucks and Pistons all tied up at 41 apiece in the third quarter. Nine and a half minutes to go in the third. In Minnesota, the Timberwolves with a 12-point lead over the Spurs at 59-47. to 
The New Orleans Pelicans and Toronto Raptors are facing each other in New Orleans, 73-73 in the third. Halftime in OKC. It is the Thunder leading the Bulls, 58-34. Later tonight, Trailblazers host the Magic, and the 76ers are at Staples Center to take on the Lakers. That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to get you back to Jadwin Gymnasium in Princeton, New Jersey for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Princeton. BYU defeating the Princeton Tigers 65-56. to And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! TJ does it again! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to Jadwin Gymnasium here in Princeton, New Jersey. BYU a winner over the Tigers, 65-56, our final score. BYU basketball brought to you in part tonight by Rodizio. Have you heard? Rodizio Grill is now carving up their incredible selections of meats, gourmet salads, and Brazilian favorites at two Utah County locations in American Fork and the shops at Riverwoods in Provo. Visit Rodizio.com for more information. Greg Rubel and Terry Nashiff making his radio, bu- radio debut tonight with us here at Princeton. And Terry's debut is a winning one. BYU by nine, our final score. Our guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show is Dalton Nixon. Dalton, four points, a couple of rebounds, a block, and two steals in 22 minutes of play. And, Terry, before we bring in Dalton officially, I would want you to talk a little bit about how maybe what Dalton did tonight. Some of it shows up on the numbers, but a lot of it is something we were able to observe possession by possession that may not be in the box score. Two things that we talked about. They were isolating Schwieger on the post. They brought Dalton. They tried it three different times. Schwieger had actually hooked two possessions before. Dalton got the hook call. Then he also was able to front the post, get the ball knocked away, and they weren't able to isolate there. And then also the way that he boxed out, if you go by the times he was on the floor, they weren't uh, getting many offensive rebounds because he was block- blocking out and Yoli was able to go get the ball. Now officially, welcome to the program, Dalton Nixon. Dalton, congrats. Thank you. It's good to be here. Well, I'll tell you, it's uh, the calendar says uh, mid-November. It had a March feel to it. That was crazy. It did. Uh, it was a really intense game, especially down the stretch, and just feels really good to get that win here. Technical fouls, fans on their feet, BYU fans chanting BYU in New Jersey. I mean, it was wild out there. <laughs> it, was. it was. It was awesome to see all the BYU fans show up and uh, felt like a home game at times. Now, the, the most important thing is just keep your head, right? You're not getting carried away with the emotion of the moment. But there was a real sense of possession by possession. The game was on the line every time. Absolutely. And, and down the stretch, it, it really, I think it showed for us that, uh, we needed to win that game on the defensive end, and so that's what uh, what's, that's what felt so intense about it is every possession defensively was so critical for us, and then we were able to execute offensively down the stretch to win. Talking about defense, there's been an emphasis on it in practice. Talk about how you guys were able to gain energy on the defensive end. Sometimes that's hard to do, but each of you looked like you were looking at each other and, and building off each other and, and having excitement on that end. Yeah, well, in the first half, they... Uh, they really dominated the boards, and so we had some we had some fire to come out in the second half and uh, not let that happen again and then just lock in and guard the ball and, and play more team defense, and I think that's what showed. I brought, about, I brought it up on the air uh, tonight, of course, as it was happening. BYU went for a stretch of nine and a half minutes without a field goal. Now, whether or not you were cognizant of that at the time, 
you go nine and a half without scoring a point from the field, and you may not end up on the right end of the score. But you guys did because during that entire stretch, the defensive side didn't give in. You said we can still grind our way through this thing. Absolutely, and I knew that there was a time where we didn't score uh, field goal for a while. But honestly, I think that's just because we have a defensive mindset. And uh, we're going to try our best to, uh, to execute offensively, but we know that um, we all need to step up defensively, and this was a really good challenge tonight, and I think we, we showed pretty well. Under 12-minute timeout, they had just gotten a few offensive rebounds. You guys got together, and then there was a stretch of four or five minutes where they didn't get another one. What was talked about in that huddle? Well, I think it was really just uh, needing to come together. And uh, like you said, it wasn't just uh, one guy that's going to be able to go and get that that defensive rebound but we all need to box out we all need to uh, be committed and, and do that thing together and i think that's what uh, that's what we really focused on dalton nixon's our guest we'll take a break back to jadwin gymnasium for more with dalton as we talk about the cougars 65 56 win over princeton tonight on the new skin byu sports network Welcome back to Jadwin Gymnasium, Princeton, New Jersey. Cougars defeat the Tigers by a score of 65-56. to Tie game at halftime, 29-29, and BYU pulls away to win it late. There were some tense moments late. The Tigers did get the thing to within two in the closing moments, 56-54, to but then it was a 9 nothing run for BYU to help seal this deal. Dalton Nixon joining us here on the Cougar Locker Room Show. Dalton, four points, couple of rebounds, a block, two steals, and 22 hard minutes of play. BYU makes its last 17 free throws of the night to seal this deal, Dalton. Uh, that's That can't be overstated. When you need points in an environment like this, clock stop, crowd loud, step up and make them. Definitely, um, especially with those technical fouls. Put Eli on the line, and then TJ made some uh, big free throws down the stretch, uh, as well as Yoli. Those were big for us. And Dalton made his two, let's say, as well. <laughs> Dalton, let's talk about uh, the, the adjustment you made. Is there a double team in the post? As you were bringing it in from the, the high post, and you were able to seal down low. Talk about that. Um, yeah, we saw that early on they were going to double double team the, the post catches, and so we just really tried to focus in the second half uh, to spread the floor and uh, you saw that tonight with uh, Zach hitting a couple of threes late, being able to kick it back out and make a couple extra passes. But we were just really trying to get in spots where we could uh, kick out and make shots. There will be nights when Yo has big nights from the field. Tonight he makes one shot from the field. It was a big one when it came, mind you. But he'll have bigger nights. The important thing is you're able to do things around him that still let the offense run and move and produce without him having to go off every night. Definitely. And, and you saw that tonight. Um, they put a, a lot of focus on Yoli. Um, especially down low, and that opened it up for everyone else, especially Eli, Eli being able to slash to the basket and spread the floor with TJ and Zach. Um, and so um, other guys really stepped up tonight, and Yoli did a great job too. Dave Rose coming right up. Last thing for you, uh, Dalton, how big does this win feel for this group right now? It feels really good. We knew that coming into this game it was going to be a big challenge, and uh, there was adversity during the game, but we're really excited about it. All right, Dalton, congratulations. Nice work tonight. Great effort on both ends and a way to help your team get this win. Big one for the guys. Thanks again. Thank you. All right, that's Dalton Nixon. We'll come back with Dave Rose.
It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, through three exhibition games and one regular season game, a team had yet to shoot 40% against BYU. You can now make it 5 for 5. The Tigers held a 38% from the field as BYU wins at 65 to 56. Head coach Dave Rose joining us courtside here on the Cougar post-game coaches show. Congratulations coach Rose on what we hope ends up being a really big win for you guys. Certainly it feels massive right now. Yeah, I think it uh, I think it's similar to how we felt last year when we beat them at our place. It was a big win and and you know they end up going 14 and 0 or whatever in the Ivy League and win the tournament end up in the NCAA tournament losing Notre Dame by a couple one basket, I think. So uh, I think they have that same kind of team again. Those three guys are, are really good. But, you know, this was not our, our best offensive night tonight. Uh, we did get to the free throw line. That was one thing we did really, really well, and we and we converted when we got there. But other than that, it, it seemed pretty tough on the offensive end. They're a really good defensive team. But but we did a really good job on the defensive end. And uh, I, I, I just I'm, I'm happy for the guys. I think they, we've got a real – commitment to that and i think that these guys uh understand the importance of uh executing the game plan and staying with it to the end uh the team that averaged 26 threes last year uh, only got 19 off tonight and then they only made seven of those and so that's that's how you get beat by princeton you get beat by princeton when they when they shoot the the three point from the three-point line and make them and uh uh, tonight we did a pretty good job of not giving them a lot and, uh, and then challenging most of them. It took 35 threes at your place yeah. last year, a little more than half that number uh, tonight. You went through a stretch in the second half, scored three points in nine and a half minutes, all on free throws, no field goals, and yet you come out of that on the other end, not down 10, not down 15, right in the game and able to win it. Yeah, and I, that's that needs to really improve, okay? And that's a early. That's the way you can win a game on the road early. I, I think that... Um, our, our, you know, our offense is, uh, is a lot better than how we're playing. This is two games now on the road where, um, you know, haven't really shot the ball as well as we can, but I, I think they're, they're, you know, guys are growing up and you stay in a game and then you get a chance. I mean, so many things that we need to do better. The one thing that we did really well was, like I said, we got to the line and we converted. We get one offensive rebound and, we're a team that for years has scored, you know, 12, 15, 18 points a game off of offensive rebounds. So we've got a lot of work to do, but but really happy with uh, for the guys. And, and you come a long ways here. I mean, <laughs> we're long. We flew over a lot of colleges to play this guy, and uh, and we get a big win, so that's good. Congrats, Coach. That's a great win. Talk a little bit about two shots that stand out to me, Yoli uh, in the paint, and then Zach a little bit earlier with that, that big shot in the corner. Yeah, well, the, the, the one with, with Zach was awesome because the ball touched about five different guys. It went from side up to top, back to the side, and then skipped to the other side, and then Zach nailed that thing. And, and uh, you know, and then Yoli inside and hasn't had, didn't have any room all night long. And uh, we, you know, we he, he slips on that thing, and we get it to him, and then he just immediately knew what he wanted to do with it, and put it up. We had another play set up for him coming out of a timeout where it was, 
it was so wide open and he just kind of shuffled his feet a little bit. But, uh, you know, that's, you know, Yo, they did a really good job. Their whole game plan was to not let Yoli score. And, um, you know, Yo did a, still comes up with 11 rebounds, scores eight points, plays 39 minutes. And something that we don't, we haven't talked about, but on, in, on practice, in practice here Monday night, really took a, a tough knee to knee knock and, and didn't wasn't able to finish practice, and we didn't know what, what we were actually going to get out of him. But we got a pretty good line out of him tonight. He's a tough kid. BYU ends up uh, in a tie game at halftime, uh, pulling out to a nine-point lead late. Uh, technical fouls on Mitch Henderson, a part of that. But even up nine, the thing wasn't done yet. This thing <laughs> turned back pretty quickly, and all of a sudden it's, two, it's a two-point game. Yeah, a couple tough calls after that. I mean, it felt bad for Mitch. Mitch, you know, really wanted uh, a call down on the other end. I think it was on that shot that Zach actually hit from the – the wing on the on the, the offside, but um, and then they banged him pretty quick with the tee, and then it's just one of those things where okay, if you're gonna give me a tee quick, I'm gonna get my money's worth. And before I knew it, I heard the second one, and so Eli went out there, and you know that was a, that's a tough thing to do. You got to go out there and make all four of those things. He got them all, and 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 really down the stretch, that was you know our our. Uh, our ability to make free throws uh, was what won the game for us. Last 17 in a row, all made from the free throw line. BYU now 6-0 against Princeton, 2-0 here at Jadwin Gymnasium. We'll come back, closing segments with Coach Rose as we continue, 65-56. This is our BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU 65, Princeton 56, our final score. The Cougars win it to go to 2-0. and The Tigers fall to 0-2, losing at Butler and now losing at home to BYU. Cougars' second game in this gym all time. They last played here in 1981, won a grinder that night, 39-38. to <laughs> so, what, Now that you've been through it, the Jadwin Gym experience, you guys got here Monday for the first time to see it. You've had a couple of days of practice and shoot-arounds, and you played it in a game in it. What was your Princeton experience like looking back now? I, I think the, probably the, the biggest thing is just how impressive of the the whole facility is and it's older you know i think it was built in the 60s somewhere but 69 my gosh it's it's so you know cumbersome and then it uh it, it handles so many sports i mean I, I think that you know we've got 600 and i think 35 37 athletes at byu over all of our sports 20 21 sports these guys have 1138 or something like that and they're all here fencing softball you know, soccer. I mean, it, it's swimming. It, it's uh, it's quite a complex, and most of all of it is right underneath the roof here on all the levels. So, it was. It's pretty uh, pretty impressive to come see it and and playing here. It got pretty loud late in the game. I mean, it was a uh, uh, you know kind of a sparse crowd early, but when they all showed up and and then it got really emotional with uh, with coach getting tossed and and then we really had to kind of. You know, grind it out there at the end. Yeah, they cut it to two, and, and it could go e- any way at all. And, and our guys just kind of toughed up and made a few plays. And there was a point there in the second half where that BYU chant is ringing loud and clear here in Princeton. <laughs> Absolutely, we we had the uh, we had a great a great crowd for us, and and then we had a lot of signs I saw that were uh, Mormons for BYU or for Princeton. You know, oh. that's uh, so there must be an LDS community here <laughs> that came out to see the game that. We're cheering against us, but that's good. It's good to have uh, guys cheering for both teams. I like that. Coach Teach picked up his fourth foul early. Uh, 
felt like it was time to come back 401 and then uh, two possessions in a row got to the line can you talk about that uh, i'll tell you what was really impressive about that is that they were all over teach i think it was teach and yoli who they were really going to stop and make the other guys beat them and and you know elijah and dalton and cheer everybody really contributed to that but but he he's sitting there and he's not having the best game uh but mentally he stays in it and you know he wants to get in earlier wants to get in earlier and uh i'm trying to wait till the four minute timeout save him and he comes in and immediately runs off a little high screen at the elbow gets fouled I didn't really want him to call the foul because I thought he was going to get that layup, and he actually makes the layup, but he that does. doesn't count. Uh, then he goes to the free throw line after sitting for about eight, seven minutes, bangs both free throws, there's timeout. Then uh, he comes out, and we get in transition. He gets a guy up in the air and gets a foul called on the three-point line and goes straight to the – You know, I think there was a, a timeout after that, and then he had to come out and make all three free throws and – so those five free throws were huge for us because it was coming right in that run when they were, uh, you know, cutting into our nine-point lead. So um, I'm proud of the guys. All, all of them had a big part in winning this thing. And what's really important, I think, is win these close games early in the season. Your guys get confidence, and they get confidence in themselves. They get confidence in each other. They get confidence in the staff and and, and then in, in the team together. So uh, big win for us. Dalton Nixon played 22 minutes and scored four points with a couple of rebounds, but his impact seemed larger than that. Defensively, he he was really aggressive, uh, you know, on Stevens and and uh, Stevens is a guy who really wants to drive it, and uh, you know he ended up going four for 14. And and you know Elijah said it best in the print media is that you know everybody it's a team plan and they stayed with that plan. And you know uh, Bell had 22 the other night. At Butler, and he goes one for nine tonight, and in 39 minutes, and, and the guys, like I said earlier, it's impressive how they stayed with that plan all night long. Last thing, uh, UT Arlington next. I mean, <laughs> one tough game to another. You're back home to take on a team that you know quite well from the spring, and they've had a good exhibition season, early regular season. Another uh, another tough one coming up on Saturday. Yeah, this will be a, a really tough turnaround. And three or four or five of these guys know firsthand you know what we're in for the other ones we're going to have to convince them here in the next couple of days this is a really good team that uh, guarded us really well turned us over um and and we you know we did not have one of our our better games against them last year so hopefully we can rebound and uh and play better this time well for tonight congrats on taking down the tigers and getting to 2-0 and and uh again teams have a tough time shooting a good number against this byu team early in the season we found all right well hopefully it, it continues these guys are committed to it and, and hopefully that we uh uh we, we we develop a culture where they believe that that's uh can happen anywhere we go shooting that thing is uh, can come and go but if we can if we can stay tough and stay with our plan and our guys executed I think this team's got, you know, a really good future. All right, Dave, thank you. We'll see you back in town. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, uh, back to wrap it up here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. As we wrap things up on our postgame coverage from Princeton, take a look at taking a look at our new skin data discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. What did Terry Nashif discover in tonight's box score? One that shows BYU winning it by a score of 65 to 56 over the Princeton Tigers. 
25 of the points were scored at the line, 25 for 27, uh, 25 of the 65 points. That's a huge advantage going to the line. Elijah, 9 for 10. TJ, 5 for 5. Jashir, 3 for 3. Yoli, 6 for 6. Dalt, 2 for 2. And uh, really, really impressive tonight. That is your Newskin data discovery. We're going to wrap it up here for tonight. Uh, and, Terry, a lot of reasons to feel good about getting out of here with the WBYU 2-0. Again, it gets even perhaps uh, tougher with UTA. It's a home game for BYU. Of course, hope the BYU fans know how big Saturday's game is against the Mavericks who beat BYU in the spring NIT. So that's Saturday night. But for tonight, the guys should all feel proud about how they got this one, really grinding it out at the end and beating a tough team at a hard place to play two time zones away. Really inspiring to watch. I know the fans will be there on Saturday. I'm sure that they enjoyed watching and listening to this game. And this is something that this young team can build on, and they can look at each other, and they know how to win on the road. That's two, one unofficial and one official road wins in really hard places to play and done on the defensive end, and it's really, really impressive. Mark Durant back with me on Saturday night for BYU and UTA. You'll be with me, though, for more games later in the season. I look forward to those. Really enjoyed working with you tonight. I knew you'd be good, and you were great. Uh, Thanks for coming out here with me, and we'll do more of these. Great. That was wonderful. I'm excited to listen to you and Mark, uh, the legend, again uh, soon. Great job, Terry. Thanks so much. So for Terry Nashif, I'm Greg Grubel. For our statistician, Kyle Chilton here courtside, our pregame and postgame guests from Princeton and BYU, the BYU and Princeton Sports Information staffs. For our control board operator, Carter Malloy, our network manager, Mike Tingle, coordinating producer, Dave Shook, our flagships, BYU Radio and KSL News Radio. I am Greg Grubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Final score, BYU 65, Princeton 56. In the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Men's Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Princeton, New Jersey.